Hey everyone, Cooper here, host of the fine podcast you're listening to. I just want to let you know that the episode you clicked on has a format that is very heavily inspired by a podcast called The Bookening. To be clear, our thoughts and opinions in this episode are our own, but the format is very similar to this podcast. I just wanted to give you a heads up and give credit where it is due. With that out of the way, enjoy the show. Welcome to the screening. Today's screening will be Star Wars, The Return of the Jedi. Welcome back to the screening. I am your humble and eloquent host, Mr. Cooper Cobbs. And joining me today are two of my good friends, Matthew Killingsworth. Howdy. And Isaiah Ratsky. Hello. Mm, excuse me, sorry. How are you guys doing today? Good. Pretty good. <laughs> Matthew's just flexing. <laughs> uh, Matthew's in a good mood today. Um, well, Matthew just worked your first shift at Chick-fil-A, huh? That's Want true. Tell people okay. what that's like. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was it was great. I said a lot of my pleasures and threw away a lot of trash for people. Did a lot of sweeping. <laughs> Apparently, you got paid at least... for it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, at least at my location, they said, uh, always on your first day, you start just cleaning up on the dining room floor. So that's what I What's did. What's fun is my, when I joined Chick-fil-A, our dining room still wasn't open. And so that's not what I started with. And so oh. I never really had to look back. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to wear a mask at yours, do you? Not inside anymore now. Yeah, no, we don't either. Yeah. Well, nice. you guys want to talk about that movie, Turn of the Jedi? It's probably a good idea. Yeah, Isaiah's like. Anyway, so did you guys? I think I've probably said this before, but if I haven't, I'll say it again. So basically, George Lucas wanted Steven Spielberg to direct Return of the Jedi. Did you guys know that? I don't know who that other Steven dude is that you said. You don't, you don't know who Steven Spielberg is? Uh-uh. Not really. What? He did E.T., Jurassic Park, oh, Schindler's List, all of yeah, those Yeah, I know movies. who he is. Indiana Jones, for crying out loud? Yeah, oh. I forgot his name. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So he's a John Williams Really great fan? director. Yeah, well, he, John Williams kind of does a lot of the yeah, Steven Spielberg scores. But anyway, so George Lucas, when he released Star Wars in 1977... Star Wars is actually one of the first movies to not have before movie credits. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like Normally when you watch an mm-hmm. old movie, it'll have the credits in the beginning, which yeah. I have to say thank you, George Lucas, because that's the worst invention in movies ever. <laughs> but anyway, because of that, the Directors Guild wanted to fine him because you're not allowed to do that, apparently. And so George Lucas left the Directors Guild and you know started his own thing. But because of that, he couldn't get Steven Spielberg to direct Return of the Jedi because Steven Spielberg was still part of the Directors Guild, <laughs> and so basically the best movie never made is Steven Spielberg's Return of the Jedi. So, there's the story. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, cool, cool. As, when you were a kid, what was your, when you, when you first saw this movie, what was your first like reaction to this? Did you like it the best? Did you like it the worst of the original? What was kind of your thoughts when yeah, you I were think, a kid? I think I liked it the best. Uh, yeah? I think I, I mean, I liked it a lot, not as much as I liked, uh, Empire Strikes Back, but uh, yeah. 
I mean, I kind of did think it was kind of like just basically a remake of A New Hope where they basically went and blew up the Death Star again and all that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all true. I ever paid attention to, just the blowing up stuff. Yeah. Good point. Matthew, well, what, did, did you, what did you like it the best? Because uh, it like solved the story. Yeah. Solved the problems, I guess. Yeah. It's true because, you know, um, a lot of times the the first movie can never be, like, as good as the rest of them because it's all set up, mm-hmm. right? It's all, I mean, I mean, there are obviously exceptions to this, but that's generally the rule. And so the third act, or the third movie, always feel, in like a trilogy or something, always feels, like it, it seems like it's the best because it's just paying off thing after thing after thing. It's just the conclusion to everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think it also had like the most action, the best action of the three? Is that why? I mean, yeah, yeah. It had the best graphics and all that stuff. For the and also three. just the most of it. There was a lot yeah, more just the most lightsabers of it. and a lot guns. more explosions. Yeah, boom boom. And if you think about it, Empire Strikes Back, like it's it's it doesn't have like a lot of action. I mean, it's not like slow or yeah. boring, yeah. but it doesn't have that much. Well, also you get a new character called Emperor Palpatine, and he can zap yeah. people with his hands. Wait, isn't mm-hmm. that cool? Yeah. Also, so before, um, so basically the original title for this movie is supposed to be Revenge of the Jedi, and then George Lucas <laughs> changed it to Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Revenge so of the he, Sith, Revenge of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah, well, that's because I think, I think that's what he later did with Revenge of the Sith, but I think that's because it's like Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, that kind of stuff, but... Do you guys think that Revenge of the Jedi would have been a better title, or do you think that Return of the Jedi? No, it would have been dumb because the the one right before it was named Revenge of the Sith. No, remember Matthew, Revenge of the Sith hasn't come out at this point. Yeah. Wait, what? What hasn't come out? <laughs> Reven- Revenge of the Sith has not come out at this point. Oh yeah, nope. it's just A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Oh yeah, Revenge of the Jedi. Yeah, it would have sounded too mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the good guy, yeah. I don't know though. We one the most popular film franchise of all time is the Avengers, so <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, and there's a reason. At least they're not that the, the Avengers. Uh, yeah, the Avengers and Thor Ragnarok didn't last very long, huh? <laughs> nope. I, th- I think we need to disband the Avengers. <laughs> oh, wait, do you guys get a chance to rewatch this or? Mm-mm. No. Anyway, what'd you guys think about it? <laughs> Didn't we already kind of say? Yeah. You still have the same thoughts as when you were a little kid, Isaiah? I mean, it wasn't that little. It was like four years ago. Yeah. About one foot ago, too. A <laughs> uh, foot and a half. More than that. <laughs> yeah, foot and a half. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. If you rewatch it older, that whole first part in Jabba's Palace, you're like, ugh. Like, it takes on a whole nother, like, gross aspect, I think. Hmm. Did you guys notice that when you watched it when you were a little older? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, why is all of this necessary? Yeah, it's weird. It's just... And also, yeah, just gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're not just talking about Jabba the Hutt being gross. It's just other stuff as well. But I remember probably my favorite scene of Return of the Jedi was the barge scene where Luke just goes to town. Like, that's a really cool, fun action scene right there. 
where he just goes to town on people and jumps on the barge and like shoots it down and then Boba Fett's there and he's like jetpacking and <laughs> Han Solo's blind and accidentally like knocks him off and obviously the Sarlacc's pretty cool too. Speaking of Han Solo, and uh, have you guys seen the how it should have ended for this? Haven't we all? Uh, this is like yeah. one of the funniest how it should have ended because it's Han Solo being blind after the Carbonite. And then so after him and Leia and Luke win the whole battle, they're just like chilling out on the speeder and Luke's driving and Han and Leia are just sitting back there, but Leia's in like her weird bikini costume thingy. Yeah. And Han is just like, I feel like I'm really missing out on something right now. <laughs> and she's just <laughs> shaking her head. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> okay, sorry. Sarlacc is cool. Yeah, that's cool. Boba Fett is cool. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. Is that your thoughts? About that barge scene or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I thought that was good. Uh, again, I haven't seen this in a couple of years. Uh, probably because I've been watching a lot more other stuff like the Avengers. But uh, I don't know. I guess with that one, I mean, I liked it. Again, couple years ago all i paid attention to was exploding stuff and yeah fighting okay we're not so... hearing anything new here here's what we're gonna <laughs> do look we're going i'm going to bring up world building in this movie and the goal for everyone is to not mention the word tolkien one time okay we're talking about Super. star wars everybody understand the rules all right here's how right. this is gonna go i want to know understood what... but may not comply I want to know what everyone um, has to say about the world building in this movie because I personally think that it's the most world building out of the first three, the original trequel. The trequel? <laughs> Even starting right at the beginning, like you're on Tatooine and you're at a part of Tatooine you've never seen before, mm -hmm. right? And then you yeah. like C-3PO, isn't it? Yeah, it's a C-3PO. C-3PO and R2-D2. And R2-D2, yeah. Again on Tatooine. Yeah, you're Classic right. This is team. totally a repeat. But, yeah, so <laughs> it starts starts with them. And they go to, like, the big gate, the garage door thingy. And that little <laughs> eyeball on a stick pops out and, like, looks around at them. And sees them and starts trying to shoot them. I just remember this on the Lego video game. And then they open <laughs> Don't it. Don't think he shoots them. And then there's all these pig animals that work for Jabba. And then, True. like, just all that in the first like minute is just all new stuff you've never seen before other than C-3PO and R2-D2. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this movie definitely does like that where they travel basically galaxy and you get to just see a lot of the place that they travel to where like with Endor and all that like it's not just like they're on it a little bit they actually pay attention to detail in there that it's like certain stuff or like the people that are there and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as much as I don't like the scene in Jabba's palace because of other reasons, like, you can't deny that there's a lot of stuff. Like, it's basically another, like I mentioned in our A New Hope episode, another cantina scene where it's just a bunch of just shots of random creatures and other things like mm -hmm. that. And you get a alien band, which, I mean, I don't like the band, but, like, hey, what's music like in outer space? You know, yeah. like, that's kind of cool. You know what then I hate most, shots though, of creature. is the little rat guy that, like, hangs out oh, on the, Jabba the and like crumb. giggles. Yeah. And then doesn't Jabba just like eat him at one point? I can't even remember. No, no, no. There's a scene in an, I think it's Rogue One. It's either Rogue One or Solo. You get a scene where that creature is getting roasted over a fire. Uh -huh. And there's another one in a cage that is like, you know, hmm. moaning or whatever. But no, you never see Jabba see that. Either. Oh. 
which would have been awesome though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I mean, you just get shot of creature after creature after creature and all this little stuff like that, and then you get the rancor, which is really cool. Yeah, the and rancor scene is think, super cool. Yeah, and one of the, I've heard this said before. One of the best things about that rancor scene is like the guy who cries afterwards. <laughs> like, hang on, I need to look up. I don't know because George Lucas didn't direct this one, so I need to look up who directed this. Of Return. Wait, why did? Why is that the best part? The guy crying. Oh, well, then I'll, 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 I'll say. I'll say in a minute after I find the guy's name, Richard Marquand. Huh. Anyway. So George Lucas was obviously the executive producer, but what's really cool about this was he threw in a moment about the guy crying. So it also adds just depth to the fact that, hey, imagine if there's this big beast that Jabba like throws people down and eats them. But what if there's also this guy down there who has like an emotional attachment to this thing, it's like a pet to him, basically. Oh. And he like cries when it dies. Isn't that just like really cool? It is funny. It's like who, who would have thought to come up with that? Mm-hmm. Which is really cool. The Happy Matthew didn't mention Tolkien once. You just did. <gasps> oh, darn it. <laughs> oh, well. So how about the Emperor, huh? That guy. Right, did you have anything on your list of stuff to talk about besides what do you think? <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I do, but we're not there yet. Okay. So we'll keep working through this thing. Yeah, sorry, I had to come with these a little late. Uh, I wanted to put more effort into these. So, guys, do you think that the fact that George Lucas basically decided to do a repeat of, or whoever directed this, whatever, a, a repeat of A New Hope with basically another Death Star, another flaw, is that lazy filmmaking? Probably. Hmm. I don't really know why there are two Death Stars, honestly. Yeah. Like, they could have yeah, could have named it something different. They could have made it look different. But nope. <laughs> well, they did that. Yeah. They tried that in Force Awakens, yeah, and nobody fell for it, so. Yeah. Apparently they really they like having giant planet-killing things. Yeah, except this is the Death Star, and this is Starkiller Base. They, yeah, they and tried like, to whoa. save themselves with that little... Yeah, <laughs> little hologram. It's actually <laughs> yeah. bigger, but we can destroy it even easily. Yeah, the guy, the guy is <laughs> like... Because we're only like, send two people and a Wookiee instead of, like, 50 ships. <laughs> yeah, then he's like, you know, the guy's like, there must be some sort of, like, moves hands around in, like, a sciencey way. Thermal oscillator that we can, like, bomb. <laughs> like, actually, there is. Wait, there's <laughs> the same thing there, with, there like, is a thermal oscillator? <laughs> I do know. But, like, seriously, in this one, too, there's, like, another same thing. There's another trench. There's another, like, thing where they can just blow up. It's like, can you not, like, seal off that? Like, why is it even open in the first place? Learn your why lesson you have the that first opening? time. Like you don't, you don't. There's no spot for a ship to land down there. Why is that even there? <laughs> Come on, guys. Like, learn, learn from your failures. All right. Good grief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it bothers me as well. The Empire Strikes Back and the Last Jedi. I know I have to put them in the same sentence, which is unfortunate. But basically, after they destroy the Death Star, after they destroy Star Killer Base, basically nothing happened besides they destroyed those respective things they're on the run again and it's like didn't they like win something you know True, yeah and yet here we are back again well so okay, at, the the end, at the end of this one you thought you won like they destroyed right. everything and then you didn't. the empire's yeah. gone the emperor is killed supposedly and okay <laughs> so many things that even if he got thrown down like the emperor at the end got thrown down by darth vader into that big 
blue pit and lightning themselves to death and still didn't yeah. die. Then the whole thing got blown up, so how did he not die? It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. No, he like cloned himself, which is... I mean, I don't agree with him, I'm just saying that's what they would say. That yeah, it doesn't or make like sense. if Luke had enough time to get to his ship with Darth Vader and then actually like have a whole like talk with him and all that stuff yeah. before it blew up, he'd have time to get on a ship and get out. He died. Let's be honest. He should have died at least. He definitely should have. But he can't. But to answer the original the question. Sith Lord. I do Ooh. think that it's lazy filmmaking. Like, seriously. Like, can you not think of an original idea? Besides, <laughs> they do the same thing basically three times. You need a Death Star, but let's make it like 25 miles bigger, and that's it. Boom. Call it Star and Killer. Let's have, Death Star. let's have the same Death Star. No, I'm talking about Return of Jedi now. But have the same you know, battle out just to make the stakes feel higher and then destroy the thing again. Also, by the way, another note. So basically, you know, after after the Death Star dies in this movie, according to Star Wars canon, the, the Empire is still out there. And you, have you guys ever played Battlefront 2? Mm-hmm. Yes. As it has. It, that the last, like, the last scene of the campaign is basically like the final battle of the Empire. Like, the battle over Jakku is supposed mm-hmm. to be the final battle to yeah. where, like, the Project Sender, is that what it is called or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, the plan of the Emperor died. It was enacted, basically. And so, finally, the Empires, they are killed. I mean, like, it doesn't make any sense, but, like, it makes sense. Wait, you know? so it's, like, a sketchy, like, off-scene whole story that happened? Well, basically, yeah. yeah. I mean, canon. they kind of show it in uh, Last Jedi or whatever. Um, right? That's what Seven was called? That's yeah, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Oh my gosh! In the Force Awakens, I can't. Whatever. Uh, they kind of show with all the ruins and like shipwreck stuff on Jakku. Yeah, but I just thought that was from a long, long time earlier. Nope. That was the final <laughs> just, battle. Just like twenty years earlier. <laughs> just Not the even. way Star Wars does. <laughs> yeah, and also, so apparently the whole thing. So you know, you guys, we all saw Rebels, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Was supposed to be like one of the main leaders after the Empire fell, and so apparently this is like this whole book trilogy that Star Wars canon that oh. happened after Return of the Jedi, which I'll never read, but you know, <laughs> it happened. They do have to fill cool. in a lot of gaps with like mini cartoon shows or they do, books yeah. or something. Hashtag Dave Filoni, man. So I want to talk about this a little bit more. I think we talked about this in our Revenge of the Sith episode. I asked if you thought Anakin's turn to the dark side was believable. Well, now I'm going to ask you, do you think that Anakin's turn to the light side is believable? Why or why not? Not really for me, because, I mean, he was, like, supposed to be, like, super bad and, like, the worst of them and all that stuff besides, like, Emperor Palpatine and all that. And then all of a sudden he's like, all right, I'm good now. All right, I'm going to die. I mean, like, did the sacrifice, like, did him seeing Luke there make him think, like, you know what? I think that I need to kill myself and take out the emperor yeah. and stuff like that. But like he saw Luke before and all that. No, yeah, he saw so what made the dark side about to get killed. He yeah. chopped Luke's arm off. And, and that's well, also, almost like pushed okay, him down a giant it. tunnel thing. Luke deserved that. Kind of. But he's still right. He was like, nah, and <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Just trying to make also, shut up. Can't blame him. Like that—that's a—that's a cool moment too when Luke cuts off Darth Vader's hand and then 
he like looks at the hand and looks at his hand and then throws his lightsaber aside and the emperor just starts electrocuting him which is also pretty fun all right guys here comes the big question all right do you think that the skywalker saga should have ended here timeline wise does that make sense like I'm not saying you couldn't have like a Rogue One or Solo, but I'm saying it should have ended here, and there should have been no sequel trilogy. Uh, yeah, I kind of do. I mean, it was a good ending. They said the Emperor was destroyed, all that stuff. It's like making a Toy Story four after Toy Story three, like mm-hmm. emotionally devastated you. <laughs> Toy Story four was good. What are you talking? It about? was good though. But I know, but well, I'm, I'm, it's Pixar. But like I'm saying, Toy Story three was like the perfect ending, in my opinion. And Toy Story Four, with Woody like with breaks Andy his whole deal. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a good ending. They could have left I mean, it at that, and nobody would have like wondered what happened. Toy Story happened. Four, so, Woody like breaks like what, the whole thing in Toy Story Two is Woody's like I was made to be owned by a human and played with a human, right? It's so the whole plot of Toy Story Two, and he even though Andy's gonna grow up, he's gonna be with them until he does, right? And then in Toy Story Four, he basically breaks that at the end. He's like, you know what? I'm just gonna. Go have fun with Bo Peep and, like, not be with a kid anymore. Does that make Just sense? run. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, no. I mean, I'm... It look, was a good movie. It's Pixar. Yeah, it's good. It just would have been... I think the whole series would have been better if they left it at three. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm kind of asking with... Or trying to, I mean, but, hey, you wouldn't have those forky-ass questions, would you, if you didn't have Toy Story 4? So... <laughs> True. But, um... I... Th- are you guys of the mind that this should have ended here? Or do you think the sequel trilogy was necessary? I'm not going to lie. I was super excited when they started coming out with the sequels. Oh, no. Me too. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't know anything about Star Wars till then. So, yeah. That's true. <laughs> but then they go on to like either kill off the main characters or completely destroy them like they did with Luke. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that it was obviously just a money grab by disney and then the fact that ryan johnson ruined star wars forever and that jj abrams also did that kind of in the in the rise of skywalker and also the fact that hey return of the jedi is a great ending it's where it should have ended right i kind of liked some of the like star wars connection theology stuff not like, not like actual theology, but like Star Wars theology in episode nine. Like Buddhism? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, if any of them are Buddhism, it's not nine. But no, I liked like the dark, like the, the, the dark side temple thing. Oh, the dark temple thing, yeah. Okay, I don't know why I liked it, but I just liked how many, like it was just... I liked that sh- that uh, movie because I wasn't expecting any of the stuff that they did. Uh-huh. Like, that is true. Except, I di- okay, I did, like, I told you guys for the longest time that it was Darth Sidious. Oh, yeah. I told you well, guys you that for so the f- long. Music. Well, yeah. I was just hoping you weren't right. That's what <laughs> I was hoping, too. And so I kind of, I, like, convinced myself there's no way they're going to do that. But I was, I was still going to call it. And then they actually did it, and I was still shocked. And then there's, like, the whole thing that you've literally never heard of in all of Star Wars about, like, 
if you slice me down, the whole dark side will be put into you or whatever that stupid thing was. <laughs> and I was like, why'd they, why'd they put that in? Cause I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Also the fact that the prophecy decreed that Anakin would be the one to destroy the Sith. And then like they could have at least mentioned that prophecy, you know, like there was when they when they presented that prophecy in the prequels, it was kind of like our prophecy is even legit anyway, which I think could have been played more into, like to convince me that it's not a money grab. You have to convince me that that prophecy didn't mean anything, and so I think that what should have been like the whole thing, and we're talking about the sequels, but whatever, that the whole the whole thing should have been, hey, listen up, what we need to do is we need to convince everybody that prophecies are basically useless, and that the the light and the dark are always going to be battling it out and balance of the force means the fact that they are battling it out right that's how it should have been and maybe ray should have been the person to be like hey the light side has its own problems like the fact that you can't love the fact that all these rules and stuff like that but hey, the dark side is obviously very bad too so why don't we just like combine them or whatever i don't know, I don't know about combine but like Make them so where they don't, they're not fighting always anymore. Okay, I changed they, my mind. I'm not voting for you to be president anymore. What? <laughs> Wait. Why not? <laughs> uh, it was half a joke. Matthew would still vote for me, guys. Don't worry. You sure? He's just trying to make a point about what I'm saying. So, Matthew, why do you disagree? Oh, this just sounded really goofy. <laughs> to just come Well, I'm saying, like... Well... Uh, Maybe that's not the best choice of words, but that Ray would become like the equalizer. Neither part of the light side nor part of the dark side. Or they should have done something with the, or ordered something like the fact, like I said earlier, that basically it should not have either even happened or it should have just been like prophecies are stupid. The light and the dark are always going to be fighting it out. So, anyway. So, Return of the Jedi should have ended where it ended. All I'm saying Any is... Any final thoughts? Always fighting doesn't sound like peace to me. No, I'm not saying it's peace. I'm saying it's well, the, balance. That's what the Jedi are all about is peace. They're only fighting because the Empire's fighting. No, I know, but I'm saying the prophecy of Anakin was supposed to say Anakin's supposed to bring balance to the Force. Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying is I think that the the sequel trilogy, in order to make it seem like not it's, a, it's not a money grab should have said this prophecy is useless because the light and the dark are always going to be battling it out that's what balance means balance doesn't mean peace because one side's in charge peace is or not there's no there may be peace but it's not balance i don't know this within the own within i don't know i'm not making a moral case or anything i'm just saying then the rules of star wars i think that makes sense mm-hmm. anyway i'll talk about the sequels more next time but any what what do you guys what are you guys overarching thoughts on the original trilogy by itself? What's your you know what what's your favorite thing about it? What's your least favorite thing about it? I just thought it was really good because like they set up the world really well and all that like yeah getting it all set so and they can make prequels or sequels which kind of mess up the sequels but you, you know mean the galaxy um, or yeah they set up the whole galaxy and all that galaxy um, building. Shut up. Uh, something I guess I don't like is just how basically uh, New Hope and Return of the Jedi were similar in yeah a lot of ways. Matthew, um, 
I liked the movies, and I think I'm asleep. Alrighty then. Well, what I liked about them was, like as I said, the world building and also the fact that they were the best of the Star Wars movies. Mm. The deep character. I mean, what I mean deep character, I mean basically Empire Strikes Back is just awesome. Yeah. And then the fact that it's probably got the best dialogue, which isn't saying anything. <laughs> um, but what I didn't like about it was the fact that basically all the characters are two-dimensional and that, I don't know. I didn't like it. I don't have a lot against any of these, so whatever. Anyway, guys, let's do some donor shout-outs. Cool. So I'm going to say the donor. And then you are going to say which planet in Star Wars you think this person would live on. Where did Have we already this? done this? Ah, darn it. I, I... Um, I'm going to say the patron. And then you're going to say which type of fighter you think this person would fly. Fighter jet in Star Wars. Oh. Spaceship, whatever. Okay. okay. So, Matthew? Is his parents, Mike and Laura? Y Wing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Isaiah. Matthew's dad, Mr. Killingsworth. Mr. Mark. Bomber. Ty Bomber? Yeah, that thing. Yeah. Matthew, your brother, Nolan the Pony Killingsworth. Mm, Millennium Falcon. Mm. Yeah. And then Isaiah, your grandparents, Mike and Sylvia. Uh, let's just go with the next wing. Next wing? Yeah, classic. Could they both fit in there, though? Of two. One of those got to be... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then Matthew, have we have we had have we introduced this patron yet? Lizzie? Yeah, we introduced Lizzie. She was on the last one. Oh, she was? Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, Lizzie. Matthew? What kind of shit, Matthew? A Star Tours ship. Huh? I like the ones in Disney World. Yep, exactly like those. She can All be right. the pilot. Let's go with that. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Isaiah will be the Way flight in... attendant. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week with an epic discussion of The Force Awakens, which I think is going to be really interesting. And... Make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review. And I always get to say this at the beginning if we don't have shout-outs, but go to patreon.com forward slash the screening, donate $5 or more, and you'll get a donor shout-out. And we'll be back in two weeks. But until then, this has been the screening.